Are you ready to live in new dimensions with the power given to you by God? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Motivated to Greatness, where we discover the greatness within. Here's your host, Jerome Bouveret. Well, welcome to the M2G podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Bouveret. Listen, are you ready to discover the greatness within? Then let's start today's journey. Now, listen, I need you to do something for me. If you have any ideas or any topics for a podcast that you particularly would like me to teach on or you'd like to hear addressed, at the end of this podcast, we're going to be sharing with you how you can submit those in an easy and efficient manner. You know, we want to be teaching and discussing things that are well relevant to maybe what you're going through or something you want to be taught. And so stay on to the very end because we're going to have that information as well as some growth opportunities for you that I know you're going to want to take advantage of. Now, on today's podcast, I want to talk about five signs that you're not living your best life. You know, we hear a lot of people talk about how to live your best life, how to give you the steps to living your best life. There's been books written about how to live your best life, but I want to give us some signs that we're not living our best life. You know, I think all of us can agree that we all want to live the absolute best life that we are intended to live because that's where we find our purpose. That's where we find our destiny. But what are some signs? How can I gauge? How can I measure if I'm, if I know that I'm not living my best life? See, I want to give you a, a phrase here. And I really want you to get this on the inside of you and grab this. If you want your life to be a five-star reality, you have to stop settling for a fast food mentality. I'm going to say it again. If you want your life to be a five-star reality, you have to stop settling for a fast fast food mentality. Let me ask you a question. And I really want you to think about this today. Are you living your best life? Are you living the absolute best life that you know you can live? Now, be honest with yourself, because remember, self-awareness, self-evaluation is the key for change. So if you can't be honest with yourself, my friends, you can't expect to change things in life. Now, back to the question. Are you right now living your best life? Like playing full out, living on purpose, really going after it. Can you truthfully give it an exuberant yes to that question? Listen, I'm going to answer for me. Jerome, let's say you're asking me that question. Jerome, are you living your best life? The answer is no. No, I'm not. But I'm moving more and more in that direction every single day. I came to the realization that I'm not even living my best life that I could possibly live. So then that brings up another question. How do we know that we're moving in that direction? How do we know that we're moving in the direction to living our best life? How does anyone truly know, my friends? How do we really know if we're actually living our best life? But see, that's an answer that we must come up with for ourselves. Only we are really going to know that. But because there are so few people, I really believe there are so few people who can honestly answer yes to that question, I want to ask you another question. And listen to me closely. 
How do you know you're not living your best life? How do I gauge that? How do you gauge that? See, this one we can all answer pretty easily. If I was to ask you, give me a list of reasons of why you're not living your best life, you would name off, I don't have the job that I want, I'm not making the money that I want, I don't have the spouse that I want, all of these things. We could probably give some answers to that, but I want to give us today five signs, five signs that we're not living our best life, five signs that we're not living the best life that we absolutely can live. Number one. The number one sign that you're not living your best life is you're envious of others and their success. See, a telltale sign of not living your best life is envy of what other people have, envy of what other people are accomplishing. See, envy is rooted in lack or limited thinking. I'm going to say it again. Envy is rooted. It finds its foundation in what we perceive as lack or even limited thinking on our part. See, it comes from it comes from a place. How do I put this? It comes from a place of believing that their success is something you could never achieve for yourself in your life. What does envy do? Envy kills your self-belief. It blocks you and I from having a growth mindset. The exact mindset that is needed to create and live our best life. See, the problem is this. The problem is most of the people that you're envious of, most of the people that I am envious of are people who have paid their dues and accumulated their success through the investment, watch this, of time, energy, and putting effort into their work and into their dreams. Most of the people that we're jealous of, and you may be saying, well, Jerome, I'm not jealous of anybody. I guarantee you that there are some people that you have in your life that you say, man, I wish I had that, or I wish I could do that. But they have accumulated those things because they've invested time, energy, and effort into their work and into their dreams. Listen, it didn't come overnight for them. It didn't just pop. They just didn't wake up one morning and say, man, I want to be successful. I want to live my best life. No, it didn't come overnight. So if if we're struggling with envy, then we need to ask ourselves the question. And that question is this. If I went all in on my dreams like they did and dedicated myself to them for however long it took, could I achieve that same level of success? And the answer to that, my friends, is an absolute yes. Yes, we can. So the fix is this. Stop sitting around in envy and let's start going to work on our dreams. So a telltale sign that we're not living our best life is that we're envious of what others have accomplished. We're envious of their successes and what they have. So the time to stop being envious is now. Let's stop sitting around and 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 and, and whining over what they have or or saying how bad things are in life. Let's go after our dreams. Let's go after and work towards it. So the first sign that you're not living your best life is that you're envious of others and their success. The second sign that you're not living your best life is you feel like something is missing. 
Have you ever had that place in your life? Have you ever gone through life and it just felt like something was missing? Maybe you couldn't even name it or put your finger on it directly, but it just felt like something was missing. Man, let me tell you something. I can so resonate with this particular key right here. For, for so much of my life, I, I had this deep feeling like something was missing. Like, like I was meant to be, like I, I was meant to do something. Like I, I have more available to me than what I was allowing myself to obtain. And if you're feeling like this, something is missing in your life, I got news for you. It's because it is. That feeling of something missing, it's God's way of telling us, hey, I made you for more than this. I made you for more than what you're settling for right now. So rather than trying to ignore or run away from it, lean in. See, that's our purpose and that's our calling. That is our purpose calling out to us. That, that is the, the reason why we were brought into this earth. Now, let me make this clear point to you and to myself. When I say you feel like something is missing, I'm talking about true desires, not the little things that we want. I'm talking about true passion. What am I here for? See, we all, all of us that are here and listening to this podcast, we all have things that we'd love to have more of. Listen, I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about that burning desire that no matter how much you try to ignore it or replace it with some other goal of distraction, it just won't go away. It's like that persistent little kid. You know what I'm, you know what I'm about to say. It's like that persistent little kid who's losing their mind in the store because they want everyone to know how badly they want that candy that you told them no, they couldn't have. Have you ever done that? Or maybe you've experienced that if you had children. You know what I'm talking about. They're so, they want that candy or they want that toy. And they're just going to let everybody in the store know that I want that. See, what's happening at this point, what, what's happening is your inner GPS is trying to guide you home and let you know that you're off course. You're not living your best life. That, that feeling like something is missing is that inner GPS. It's that inner God positioning system. It's that GPS. So if you've been feeling like something is missing, let me ask, let, let me tell you what you need to do. Investigate it. Start at what is really missing in my life? What is it that I seem to be missing? What is it that seems to be lacking? Maybe it's going back to school. Maybe it's opening that dream business. Maybe it's for you starting a family. Don't stop until you get the answer, because here's what I know to be true, my friends. If you hear nothing else I say on this podcast, I know this to be true. Until we listen like the persistent kid who will scream until their lungs burst or cave, that voice inside driving us will not go away. So the second key that you're not living your best life is that you feel like something is missing. And can I help you until we get to the place where, where, we're, where we're pursuing that, it's never going to go away. So 
the first two keys, the first two steps that you know that you're not living your best life is number one, you're envious of others and their success. Number two, you feel like something is missing. Number three, and I think a lot of people live in this one right here, you don't enjoy your work. Listen, listen, I'm going to give you some stats here. Did you know that your career, the career path that you choose, will account for 33% of your life? Behind sleep, it accounts for the most time we spend doing something in our lives. So then if what that means then, my friends, is this. If you hate what you're doing, you're going to spend 33% of your life hating what you're doing. 33%, a third of your lifetime settling for something you know that you're not meant to be doing. Let that sink in. 33% of your life. Listen, in the United States of America, the average life expectancy is about 73 years old. That means that you and I are going to spend roughly 24 years of our life hating, disliking, or settling for doing something that we really don't want to do. When you couple that with the fact that roughly 80% of Americans said they essentially don't like their work, it's no wonder It's no wonder that our mental health deteriorates in this nation at an unprecedented rate. See, the work that you do has so much spillover effect on the rest of your life. I mean, how could it really not? So if we don't enjoy the work that we're doing, which is something that I struggled with for a long time, and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie, I still struggle with. If if we if if not enjoying what we're doing is something that we struggle with, then we're certainly not by any means living our best life. If you wake up in the morning and say, man, I just got to go punch a clock and put in another day just to put meat on the table. Listen, then we're not living our best life. Now I can hear some of you already saying, but Jerome, Jerome. That sounds great, but I can't just up and quit my job. You're right. And most people can't just do that. But it also doesn't mean that we have to settle. See, at the end of the day, we've got to make the decision for ourselves and our life. We are the ones who are going to have to stare down the barrel of regret at the end of our days for having not gone for it. Listen, is it going to require sacrifice? Absolutely, it's going to require sacrifice. Will it be hard times? You know there's going to be difficult times. Is it going to be scary? Yes, it's even going to be scary. But if you're asking me, some short term discomfort is worth the long-term gain of creating the life that we will truly love. So if we're going to live our best life, or let me rephrase, you're not living your best life if you don't enjoy your work. Listen, I know you may be saying, but I don't have any kind of skills. You would be surprised the kind of skills that you have on the inside of you. What is on the inside of you that's just waiting to get out? 
What is on the inside of you, that business, that creativity, that invention? Listen, I don't believe that we were created and put on this earth just to go through life day by day by day, the regiment of just living and surviving. Listen, I don't want to survive. I want to thrive. Listen, I want to spend the 33% of my life be enjoying what I do. Now, I'm bivocational minister. That means I pastor, I senior pastored for years. And I had the opportunity to be in what we call full-time ministry for a long time. But I'm bivocational now, which means I, I go and I work a day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30 job. But, but if I just lived with just that, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't be traveling and equipping leaders and teaching and training people around the world. See, my my ultimate purpose, I feel I feel my greatest purpose, not when I'm punching the clock for the company I work for. I feel my greatest purpose when I'm teaching and instructing and empowering and equipping. But is it easy all the time? No, it's not easy all the time. Are there nights I would rather just be in bed early? Yes, there are nights, but I understand that I have to work and I have to drive and I have to thrive towards my dreams. So you got to understand, yes, it's going to be difficult, but again, the short-term discomfort is worth the long-term gain of me creating a life for me and my family that I truly love. Number four, you know you're not living your best life when you realize you can't define success for yourself. I'm going to say it again. You cannot define success for yourself. Now, this one, this one in particular, this just transformed my life. When I came to the understanding of this, this absolutely transformed my life. See, part of the reason that most people can't answer yes to whether or not they're living their best lives is because they don't even know what that means. I mean, intuitively, they know what it means, but they can't actually answer answer the question of what does your best life look like? How can you and I expect to possibly ever live our best life if we don't even know what it looks like? That'd be like trying to take a road trip to a specific destination, but not actually picking a place. (laughs) Did you catch what I said? Just saying, yeah, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go out West, but not picking a place to go to. See, this doesn't, to me, that just doesn't sound real smart, but that's how most of us live our lives. They're living every day, hoping to get to a destination they haven't even chosen yet. Listen, if you don't have an answer when someone asks you to describe your best life, you can't possibly be living it. To give you a visual, let me give you this visual. Most people are living life knowing that they hate the destination that they're in, wishing they could go somewhere else, having a vehicle to get them there, but refusing to figure out exactly where there is. Listen, I've got news for you today on this podcast, my friends, where your attention goes, your energy flows. I'm going to say it again, where your attention goes, your energy flows. Meaning, what do you mean, Jerome? Meaning that what you and I focus on, we create more of. 
So if all we do is focus on the negativity in life and what I don't have, I create more of not having and more negativity. What you focus on, you create more of. So if you constantly focus on how much you hate your life, I got news for you. Congratulations. You'll get more of what you hate. So if you know that you're not living your best life, ask yourself this question. What does my best life look like? Listen, get clear on the answer to that question. Just by doing that one thing, my friends, you put yourself, you ready for this, in the 1% of people who are even capable of achieving it. Plus, it gives your mind something new to focus on, something you actually want to manifest more of. Once you and I do this, then going to work will make it a reality. So if we're going to live our best life, we have to realize we can't define success for ourselves. So we have to look back and we have to look at where I'm at and how am I going to get there? So we have to really evaluate. Number five, you know you're not living your best life if you feel like a failure. And trust me, we all have been there. I have been there. I've had times in my life I'm not proud of things. But if you feel like a failure, one thing I've come to believe over the years, my friend, is that failure is not a singular result. It's not a singular event. It's a way of being and thinking. It's an identity. It's who we have decided we are at our core as a failure. Listen, I'm not trying to be harsh, but just to give us the truth, just to give us the truth. If we feel like a failure at the core, we believe that we are a failure. If we feel like we fail in something, then at the core, we feel like we're a failure. We feel like we're no good. But can I tell you something? You and I were not created to be a failure. In fact, we were created to be the exact opposite of that. We were created to thrive, not just survive. So by feeling this way, we're actually going against the very nature we were created with. Now, do I believe? That everyone is supposed to be a multimillionaire, jet-setting around the world and living in beachfront houses? No. No, I don't believe that. Everyone's definition of success should be a little different. So therefore, not living that way shouldn't make everyone feel like a failure. Maybe you've gone through that in life. You say, you know, I don't have what they have, and I don't have the the $250,000 a year job, the million-dollar a year salary. I don't have the multi-million-dollar business. I don't have the brand-new 2021 Mustang. I don't have these things. But not having those things shouldn't make you feel like a failure. But what I do believe is that everyone is supposed to wake up with a sense of passion, purpose, and fulfillment in their life. Whatever that fulfillment is, whatever that passion is, because see, not everybody wants to have all of that. I don't. Listen, I, I don't want a private jet and I don't want I don't want a Maybach and I don't want those things. That's not something I do. I want to impact people's lives, no matter what that may look like, no matter what platform that may be. I want to wake up every day with a passion and a purpose and a fulfillment, knowing that I get another day to live my best life. Yes, I truly believe that, my friends, and that's exactly what does happen 
When you and I create our definition of success and spend our time pursuing that. See, the people who are living their best lives, they don't register failure the same way as people who aren't. Rather than seeing it as as a stopping point, they see it as a learning experience. They see it as a, how do I put it? They see it as a first attempt in learning. Or another way of looking at it is a great positive acronym that people have come up with for that word fail. They reframe failure and see it as a necessary part of the journey. See, that's what fail is. They, they They see the word fail as a first attempt in learning. People that are successful say, I'm not going to give up. Oh, I'm throwing in a towel. Nope. It's a first attempt at learning. Every failure is a first attempt at learning something in the process. So if we're struggling with feeling like a failure, ask yourself, how can I reframe this feeling and use it as a learning opportunity rather than allowing it to be an identity statement about me? So if you're going to Live your best life, or one of the ways you know you're not living your best life is you feel like a failure. Next, after we've evaluated all of those things, we need to put it all together. See, living your best life, or what I'm going to call an uncommon life, is subjective. What do I mean? Well, like I mentioned in the previous statement, in the previous point, it's supposed to be on our terms, according to our definition of what success means to us. But The sad reality of it is this, my friends, because most people haven't done the work to define their best life. They have no way of knowing if they are, in fact, living it. With that being said, those of us who aren't yet living ours, we feel it on the inside of us. We know it in our bones. If you're questioning whether or not you're living your best life, then look at these five, look at these five signs. Evaluate these five signs. Again, number one, you know you're not living your best life if you're envious of others and their successes. Number two, you know you're not living your best life if you feel like something is missing. Number three, you know you're not living your best life if you don't enjoy your work or what you're doing. Number four, you know you're not living your best life when you can't define success for yourself. Number five, when you feel like a failure. Listen, I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. We can live our best life. But sometimes we have to look at the signs that we're not living our best life. Listen, if you haven't done it yet, I need you to subscribe and follow this podcast. Every week, we are bringing life-changing content that will help you live your best life. Listen, will you help us empower others by sharing about this podcast? Together, we can help others discover the greatness within. And will you consider, I need you to consider partnering with us financially. Listen, your donation helps us continue to not only bring this podcast to you weekly, but also expand our opportunities to help countless others through empowerment and growth platforms. Listen, you can give securely via right through our website. We have several electronic methods. We have Cash App. You can give right through the website. We got Givelify. 
all of the giving that you give is a tax deduction for you. And so I appreciate all that you do. So whether it be a one-time donation or a monthly commitment, we say thank you. Now, here is our announcer to share our website information and how you can partner with and stay connected to all things Motivated to Greatness. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Motivated to Greatness. We hope that you were encouraged to find your greatness within. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes of Motivated to Greatness with Jerome Bouveret. If you have a topic idea that you would like to hear discussed or simply have questions, please email your requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to receive weekly M2G mobile empowerments? If so, please text M2G to 31996. That's the letter M, the number two, and the letter G to 31996. We want you to stay empowered. Here at M2G, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request and would like for us to agree with you, we have a team of hundreds of prayer warriors across the nation who are awaiting your requests. Please email your prayer requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. Thank you for your continuous support. For more M2G info, please visit our website at www.kbif.info. Again, that's www.kbif.info. You can also connect with Jerome Bouveret by following him on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, and by subscribing to his YouTube channel, all at Jerome A. Bouveret. Thank you again for tuning in to Motivated to Greatness. Take the time today to discover your greatness within. Thank <laughs> you.